What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. What's up, Browns fans? Welcome to the Dogs Podcast. Let's kick this thing off. Welcome to the Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Reniker, Zach Kopp, Justin Charles, and Josh All. Hey, welcome back to another episode of The Dogs. Uh, the season might be over for the Browns, but we still have uh, plenty of stuff to get to before the NFL season wraps up. Uh, before we get into this, remember to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Please subscribe on YouTube. If you prefer to just listen to the podcast, you can find us on Apple, Spotify, Google, pretty much any other podcast platform that you can think of. Uh, if you got a nice big TV that you're looking for an excuse to use as much as possible, check us out on the AGA app on your smart TVs, your Roku's. You can pull us up. All of our episodes are on there. Uh, you got one more week for NFL games on Thrive Fantasy, so download the Thrive Fantasy app. Use promo code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S. Get 100% match on your deposit of $20 or more, up to $50. There, As far as we know, there is no expiration date for our promo code, so you don't have to just use our promo code to play on NFL games. You can use it for NBA, whatever they got on there. Baseball when it starts up here yep. in a few months. Yeah. So get on there, use the promo code, get your free money. Have a little bit of fun. Uh, I'm definitely going to play a contest for the last NFL game of the year. I might go big. I was thinking about that, too. So, Just making a big old. Yeah. Putting playing on one of the big games. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So make sure to check that out. Again, that's Thrive Fantasy, promo code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S. Uh, get your free money. Um, last thing, check out thedogspodcast.com. You can leave us a voicemail. We really want to make the show more interactive. Uh, get you guys involved, especially in the offseason, you know, when there's not quite as much news going on. You know, you guys have things you want to talk about. It doesn't even have to be the Browns, honestly. If you want to call in, you want to talk about the Cavs, you want to talk about the Indians when they start up, pretty much anything Cleveland-related, if you want to throw in some Ohio State, we love all of that. We're, we're fans of all of that stuff here. We're, you know, we're not just Browns fans. We're Cleveland fans, Ohio State fans. So thedogspodcast.com, you'll see the link. You can call in, leave us a voicemail, keep it PG-13 and under. We'll play it live. Uh, I mean, I don't mind rated R. Say whatever so. you want. I can, I can yeah. bleep yeah. it out. So. Yeah. yeah, so we can, you <laughs> we can know. paraphrase it. In. Yeah, <laughs> so go go crazy, and I think it could, it has a chance to be a lot of fun. Say, so, you know, you watch today's episode. We might talk about some stuff that you want to get some input on. Call in, and we can kind of review the previous episode. Yeah, well, think how many times, like, you listen to a radio show or something. You hear these callers, and you're, you're riding around thinking, they would never take my call, or I would never get through, or... Or you How do does anyone even get on, on this show? Yeah, you're on If you leave us hour. a voicemail, I can, at this point, guarantee you're going to get on the show. Yeah. yeah. You'll be first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Judging we're, by the empty inbox that yeah. I looked at this morning, um, yeah, you will definitely get on the show yeah, if you absolutely. leave us a voicemail. Yeah. So so definitely do that. I think it's going to be, if we can get some interaction on that, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, you know, and, and then who knows, you know, 
maybe we'll bring you on one time because as you guys can see, Zach's not here. So <laughs> yeah, we had an open spot. Yeah, maybe we'll be holding open and I think, trials. I think we and I have gotten some feedback from a couple of people in person saying, "Hey, I'd really like to just come in and sit down and talk on a segment for you know five ten minutes." Said, sure, yeah, let's schedule it out. That. We'll do it in the off season. Uh, this is a show for fans by fans, so Absolutely. we need the fans. Yep. So, um, and real quick, just to uh, pay you off your uh, Cleveland fandom and everything. So another podcast on our network is Percy Gardner's 99 mile per hour. Percy is the uh, retired Cleveland Indians pitcher doing his podcast. And um, so Tuesday this week, his show is an interview with Indians pitcher Tristan McKenzie. Okay. And it is a very cool conversation. So just Cleveland fans out there, you know, after you're done watching this show Tuesday, Tuesday. make sure you check out Percy's show, 99 mile per hour. Very interesting conversation with Tristan McKenzie. I look forward to that. He's a big yeah. up-and-comer, too. Yes, he, he is. very good for the Indians yeah. last year's yes. rookie. So that's pretty awesome. And just listening to him talk, I mean, he's he's just a very cool guy. Young guy. Very young guy. So, yeah, check that out. That's going to be really awesome. Percy's had some really cool guests. Uh, call into our show. Maybe you'll be one of our really cool guests. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so w- some of the things we want to talk about today – um, I don't know if you guys have heard going around the league, a certain quarterback wants off his team. Uh, you know, Deshaun Watson reportedly has demanded a trade out of Houston. For some reason, Nick Casario wasn't the GM hire he wanted, and then this wide receivers coach for the Ravens wasn't the head coach he wanted. So that was the final straw, and he demanded a trade. And you've been kind of seeing in the Twitter sphere out there, a lot of people talking, should the Browns be in the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes? Should we be making calls trying to bring him in on the heels of our first playoff appearance in 18 years or whatever? Are you asking me that? So what do you guys think? Should we be in the sweepstakes? So we're just, we're just going to jump right yeah, into this. So, huh? not yeah. only, so this rubs me really wrong. But not only does this rub me really wrong, this rubs my boy Baker Mayfield oh, really wrong. Really, really wrong. wrong. <laughs> some of y'all I was just Browns, up the tweet. <laughs> some of y'all Browns are funny. This is like literally, so we've waited since 1994 to get a playoff win, and you got Browns fans that are suggesting this. You get a taste of that, and then immediately, it's like kind of like when that, that meme where it's the guy turning back and looking at the new girls. Guys, he just got us to a playoff win. The future is bright. And you would give up so much for in this trade. Like I, I, the one that you sent out, I don't know if you want to throw that. I don't know if you. Had I think that it right was it was from ESPN Plus. I forget the guy who wrote the article, yeah. but it was the Browns would get Deshaun, and we would give up Baker, Odell, our, our twenty six pick this year, our first round pick next year, and a fourth round pick, and then year. a fourth round pick in twenty twenty three. Well, good luck getting the defense any better. Here, here. Okay, so I, I'm going to go on the record. I don't want to trade Baker. Thank God. Okay. Yeah, but what you're about. To, but, but I yeah, don't know yeah, if I believe you. Yeah, I don't either. But I also don't think it's as cut and dry because I'm not willing to give up the farm form because I think Baker Baker is definitely good enough for, to win a Super Bowl for us, and I love Baker. And the goal is to win a Super Bowl. That being said, Deshaun Watson's better than Baker. So if if I'm not saying I'm placing calls, I'm not calling uh, the Texans to see what it takes to get Deshaun. But if they call me and they said, we love Baker, we, we'll just swap. Let's just swap. Okay. You mean to tell me you wouldn't do that? You say Deshaun Watson is better than Baker. It's not just well, me that says based that. Based on... What though? What just what is your supporting the evidence? Second, the second half of the season, Baker Mayfield was the second best quarterback. Baker in the Baker NFL. threw eight interceptions this year. Yep. 
he had De- what, Deshaun- 26 touchdowns, and that was with four weeks, I believe, straight of not throwing a touchdown because of the weather and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Deshaun Watson threw less interceptions. How many did he throw? He threw one less than Baker. Okay. And then he threw for 1,500 more yards. In Ian, a dome? Ian had te- No, it's not in a dome. The Texans aren't in a dome. Yes, they are. It's very much a dome. They don't play all their games in a dome. Doesn't matter. And all their home games. And uh, he also had eight percentage points higher in completion percentage. Was literally the best quarterback in the league this year. Okay, and he also has at least what two extra years of experience on Baker because One last year. year doesn't count. Oh no, 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 no! Listen, time. You cannot say last year doesn't count. Baker is has responsibility for last year just as much as Freddie. Baker came in fat last year, unprepared. Clearly, wasn't focused on football last year. And I love Baker, but that was obvious last year that he was not okay, focused on I, football. I'll give you that, but it was also a head coach's job to make sure that kind of crap doesn't no, happen. You're, you're yes, a prof- it- no, you're a professional. You are a professional. You think anybody has to tell Patrick Mahomes, make sure you come into this season focused? Bro, no. He's, got, he's young. He's got that good like high metabolism going on. You know? No. He's, he's you, 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 you're head coach. It's this hard is pro- to say. He's had Andy Reid since he started. No. Any any of these quarters, you're a professional football player. It's not the coach's job to make sure you're ready as far as focused on the game. That, that's, that's ignorant. That's ignorant. There's no I, not, way. not in Cleveland, it's not, dude. This, this place is dysfunctional, or at least it has been. I mean, Baker, was on his, he's on his fourth head coach in three years. Listen, he, last year's season for Baker has been Deshaun's entire career. He's had a terrible head coach, terrible management, no no talent on the especially on the offensive line. Right. All right, I'll give you that. Th- this year he lo- he they traded away his number one receiver and then lost his number two his new number one receiver halfway through the year because no, he was doing taking no, steroids. No running, uh, no <laughs> running game, no running game, no offensive line, and he was statistically best quarterback in the league. Okay, fine. So you'll take Deshaun straight up for Baker. Justin. Absolutely not. Okay. I'm, <laughs> we, you can say all you want. That's why you, you guys know, aren't like, GMs. I mean, I'm not a GM you're either. Right. But, you're so right. Let me throw this out there. Let me throw this out there. What? If, you know, Cleveland's heyday pitching, Charlie Nagy, great Indians pitcher. One, one of the, the best. best. In, okay. The Braves call you and say, we'll give you Maddox for Nagy straight up. Well, the Braves were in a better position. They had three Hall of Famers. Would, would you do that? Would you do that? It's basically the same thing. I don't know, man. Now you're asking me stuff about when I was like five years old. It's the, oh, trust me, I remember these days, it's, man. It's, I do too, but I'm like, good yeah. days. it's the same thing. Back then, I thought baseball was Charlie, just fun. Charlie yeah. Nagy was a great pitcher, but Greg Maddox was on a different level. Ba- Baker Mayfield is a, a good quarterback. Deshaun Watson's on a different level. I feel like it's that's different, though, man, because that's it's literally different. those are get one guy. Uh, it's one okay. guy against one guy, a leader of the team. Those are you yeah. had Smoltz, Glavin. No, I'm no, just. No, listen, and those listen. are rotational players. They go and play one game a week. Yeah, bro, that that's it's the same. I'm saying it's the same scenario. You have it's a pitcher. No, it's not. Yes, it's exactly. pitching. Pitching in baseball is so much not the same as quarterbacking in the NFL. Yeah. You are part of a specific you're, system in your offense. Like pitching, you step on the mound, you throw, you pitch. I mean, I know it's not that cut and dry and simple, but there's not a playbook. There's not a. You What's know that what I mean? have to do with anything? It's it's the same scenario. <laughs> Would you trade a, a guy who's considered a very good Cleveland Indians pitcher for a better pitcher? I don't think that the. the <laughs> Would you I, do it? Yeah, I guess so because well, that's a pretty that's a, that's a pretty 
Okay, just come but, in and pitch. Well, here's but, the thing, Blake. We can say that all day, sh- but that's not going to be the trade. But you don't think Deshaun Watson could... I know, but... That, so what's... The, the, okay, okay, okay. We're going to give up... Like, you, we've talked about it. You're going to give up... No, and again, I'm saying I no. don't want to do that. I don't want to give up the farm for ba- and trade Baker. Well, and you would have to. They're but, asking for three first rounds. I'm rounders. saying hypothetically, if they were willing to swap... I'm with you. Guys the hypothetical is... We, it, it's a moot point because that'll never yeah. happen. No or, one's going to just or what if swap. what if the price was what if it was like we'll give you Baker in this year's first? No. Nope. Yes. You no. Guys are, you guys are you are kidding me? That and first not, round and pick. And that's not going to be the deal. They're asking. They're going to want you three first the round. Twenty six. Listen, our picks are picks the next two three uh, years. We just spent the whole season bashing our defense. Now you want to throw away assets that we can use to fix the, that problem? What are you going to get with the twenty sixth? A linebacker. What does Pittsburgh get every year with the 26th? Okay. Freaking J.J. Watt and all these other superstars. I mean, come on. We can do it, too. Our, our picks, we're going to have the 26th pick, probably a low 20s at 30 pick again the next year, and then a fourth rounder. Those picks are not that important the next couple of years. They're rejecting. Right. So, mock, first couple mock drafts, man. Stud linebacker out of Georgia to the Browns at 26. And you and it, at twenty six, you can you can we trade back Mac up Wilson into the first. Miss tackles all season. You can trade back up into the first too to get a linebacker. Not if you're giving up your fourth and yeah, the fourth you, is three years from now. I don't care, bro. It'll care. it'll be we don't we don't. Here's the thing: is so how much of an improvement is that from Baker Mayfield? We don't even know if if he. This isn't like he's at his ceiling. And you're talking about Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson is a guy that's disgruntled, doesn't want to be in the city that he's in. When literally eight months ago, he was crying on camera talking about how blessed he was and how great of an opportunity this was and how thankful he is. So why would I want to give up everything to bring that guy into Cleveland, Ohio, when you have a guy that's saying, Cleveland, this is my city. I I am embracing the Cleveland spirit, blah, blah, blah. Again, I didn't say give up everything. I'm just trying to get you to admit the fact that he is – he is – a transcendent talent compared to what we have. Uh, no, I don't know, man. I saw I, ba- I saw Baker break yeah. Peyton Manning's rookie season record as you know in his rookie year, yeah. and, and then Justin Herbert year, broke that. So would you take Justin Herbert over Baker? Not at this. He, moment. he obliterated it. Eh, what did? He, how many did he throw? He was over thirty, wasn't he? And for like four thousand some yards. So would you take Justin Herbert over Baker? No. So that argument to me, the beating Peyton's passing record. Baker Mayfield against the world. That's what yeah, I'm saying. I, and that's I'm the thing. Like, I, so this is where we need fans to call in and, and let us know, like, do you want Deshaun Watson instead of Baker? Or are you good with Baker? I'm good with Baker. I love Baker. And I'm not saying give up the farm. I'm just saying if you have a chance to get Deshaun somehow for without giving up the farm, you make that move. I just... I, and, I and know it, what you're saying. It sucks, but to, just, it sucks to say that because we love Baker, but it's a business also. And you, you get the best players if you have a chance to get the best players. Okay, fine. I'll give you your argument on that point, but you will have to give up a crap ton of assets to acquire Deshaun Watson. So whoever's going to do it, and plus Deshaun Watson's on a larger contract. So now there's a lot 40, of money involved. Forty million, if you're getting him forty million, Baker, Baker is still on his rookie. We can pick 20, up the option for extent. twenty million. Yep. I'm just saying it's a lot of extra cash. That's for, Odell Beckham if you want him for fifteen million. For, man. for a guy that we saw this year, okay, he can take us to a Super Bowl and win it. Absolutely. You you spend everything you've got on that defense. Yep. Because that's that's what held us back this year. We beat the Chiefs. 
We beat the Chiefs with a little bit better defensive play. Now, I understand we only the gave offense up 22 out. points to the Chiefs. I get it. I get it. We only gave up 22 to the Chiefs. We couldn't score more than 17 points against a bottom-ranked defense. So good teams, though, when one side – because you're never going to play a perfect game. When one side of the ball is struggling, the other side – a good team, the other side steps up and takes its place. I could make the – the defense did. They gave up 22 points Not to a team it. that scores 40 a game. Yeah, but we, if, they give up. We if give Mahomes up. doesn't go out though. That game isn't even close. Yeah, but he did. But and he we did. and we only gave up twenty two, and we could in we couldn't muster. We had the ball with five minutes to go and couldn't get more than twelve yards. Well, and I looking back on that game too, I got to put a little bit of the blame there on that play calling, and I'm not sure why we punted that ball. No, I agree. That's I fair. agree. But so I'm just saying, again, we can win a Super Bowl with Baker. I hundred percent agree with that. But if you have a chance to get a guy that's otherworldly, what if the, if say it wasn't Deshaun? Say if it was, what if it was Patrick Mahomes? Okay, Patrick what Mahomes is the best. Patrick Mahomes is the best. Deshaun Watson though is not that far away from Patrick Mahomes. He's not. They're they're go ahead rank him, bro. We're, it's like one A one B. No, it's not. Oh no, no it's not. <laughs> yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. You put put Deshaun Watson on that team with Andy you... Reid and those receivers. I guarantee he's doing the same thing Patrick Mahomes is doing. I disagree with you. I guarantee you. With you. you okay, just, put you just Baker talk, on that team with, with Andy about, Reid. And, it, you just so, so are you saying Mahomes is a system QB like Brady apparently was? No, no, all, Brady was not a system QB. Look what happened this year. All quarterbacks are a little bit of a system QB. Fair enough, but. What argument are you trying to make, though? I'm trying to I'm trying to say that Deshaun Watson Deshaun Watson has been a top at worst fourth worst quarterback in the league at worst, but probably the second best quarterback in the league, and he's been on the dumpster fire of a franchise his entire career. I don't even think he he was, he you could say he's top five this year. <laughs> he's top. Aaron Rodgers was better than him. Mahomes was not better statistically, than him. bro. Aaron Rodgers what? threw 50 touchdowns and five picks. Deshaun Watson wasn't that far off that. Did he throw 50 touchdowns? He, no. Did he throw five 40. or again, less and, picks? And let's look at the no. situation. So that doesn't oh, make any let's sense, Let's look at bro. all this. Again, this year for Deshaun Watson, look what happened when Baker played on a team with bad coaching, no weapons. He was abysmal. Abysmal. Worst starting quarterback in the league last year. No. Yes, he, he was the worst starting. Dude, crazy. Dwayne Haskins played last year. Come on now. Statistically, Baker Mayfield was the worst quarterback in the league last year. Kyle starting Allen. quarterback. Worst starting. I'm telling you, look it up. He was statistically like 34th in the league last year. Don't he worry, was, Baker. We know who else played last yeah, year. Bro. He was awful. In that same kind of season. <laughs> Ryan Finley for Cincinnati. Come on. You can't say Baker was the worst. Minimum, like, Ryan Finley, did, how many games did he start? doesn't matter. He sucked. It doesn't. Yeah, but I'm talking about starting quarterback. Like, the guy who's your team starting quarterback. Not a guy who filled in for a week. Deshaun Watson this year put up borderline historic numbers amongst chaos. That's all I'm saying. I'm not sold. Okay, but we just got we do have to reel this in and say we know that that doesn't happen. There is no, you know, this for that swap. Let's just do it. No, no, no. Like we would have to give up. You'd give up Baker, probably three first round picks. Yeah. And again, I'm not on board with that. And I don't, but I'm just saying, you guys are crazy for thinking like it's. I get the impression you guys are like oh, Deshaun Schmishman. He's just another quarterback. I'm not no. saying that, bro. I'm just saying realistically, there. I don't. 
there's no point in saying, oh, well, what if we could just do a one for one where there's not, it's not going to be that. I don't, I don't look at it like that. I look at it as this is, they're saying if we're going to trade him, which they, they might not even trade him. They might let him just sit there and find him every day. He'll just retire. And he retires. I yeah. Mean, and I, I see what you're exactly what you're saying is what I'm saying too, is this, this whole conversation. Yeah. It's, it's a business. It's, it's whatever. Like we can have the conversation. They can make their, you know, clickbait news articles online, everything, and tweets, whatever. It's not going to happen, number one. Number two, we're good. We got our quarterback. We've been waiting for years and years and years, decades, to just have our quarterback. We're good. Let's get that. Let's get yeah. everything else fixed and, and do this thing. Literally, the year bef- the two years before he got there, we were 1-31. and 31. And you could say coaching. You could say whatever you want. We just went to the playoffs and got a win over the Pittsburgh the Steelers, Steelers, the team that we hated more than anything. Not only if that, that has we beat no them. value to you as a Browns fan. I don't. I just don't know. Back like, I can't. to back wins against the Steelers, man. I mean, I don't know. I. I mean, I trust me. I know what you're. I get what the argument is, Blake. I just and and it kind of goes back to like if you think however many years ago that was. Now we we could have had. All we had yeah, to do was turn we, in the card. All, yeah, all, we, all had we had to do was walk yeah, up to the podium. Him. And it wasn't like Andrew Barry wasn't in the building. Yeah. And the same no, thing, like that I, draft, the, all the arguments over the years about Carson Wentz and, you know, and maybe trying to get him back at some, or I say back because we all we had to do was turn in the card. Yep. But now you, you look at Carson Wentz. I wouldn't take Carson Wentz. No. Not after all the reports that are coming out and, and kind of learning yeah. what sort of locker room person he is and, you know, he's being labeled as uncoachable. I don't know. That draft, though, for the record, <laughs> we took Miles Garrett, uh, Jabril Peppers, Jabril Peppers and, and then Njoku. And we we could have come out of that draft with Miles Garrett, Deshaun Watson, TJ Watt. A little bit different history, I'm sure, if that happens. TJ, TJ Watt got picked uh, 31st or something like that. Mm-hmm. One pick after Njoku. I, I was reading about that draft yesterday, and it, Hurt my soul. That'll make you a little nauseous. But, okay. So, all right. So, for the Rams, you said that there's talk about them moving on from Goff and trying to bring Stafford in. Is that right? I read that this morning. Okay. That's absolutely accurate. No, I mean, and I'm not trying to push this argument one way or the other, but is that a smart move for the Rams? I mean, playoff team with Goff. Super Bowl. It depends on what you give up. Like, they're Super Bowl ready. Is Stafford that much of an upgrade over Goff? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Jared Goff Absolutely. is. Absolutely. And we're going we're gonna to get into this. So that's, again, I don't want to trade Baker. So don't, please don't be in my oh, mentions. Oh, God. But <laughs> I'm just, I was, you know, you got to present both sides of the argument here. Um, so Baker, if you're listening, I'm not one of those people. I'm, I'm very happy to have you. Uh but he's, I, I can't. He's, he's I can't. Y'all Browns. <laughs> but I can't play. Yeah. I can't. Browns in quotes. I can play devil's advocate. Uh, so that brings us to Baker Mayfield. He's going to be on our team. We're not going to get Deshaun Watson. Do we? Do we pick up his option? Do we extend him? What? Do, what do we do with him? So it's interesting. I read a, a really good article about it. They have until basically May to to do the option to finalize it. Now, if they do that. With all the uh, the caps and everything that they're doing and the, the collective agreements this year, um, collective bargaining agreements, if they do it, we owe them 20, 20 million. Guaranteed. Which is a bargain for a franchise QB. Absolutely. So for me, absolutely. You pick up the option. 
Don't extend. Just pick up the option. Pick up the option. Because here's the thing. You're, once, you, once you sign him to a big contract, which he's going to want, it's a lot less money to go around, and he's going to be making more than $20 million. So, I think for a quarterback, a franchise quarterback, $20 million is an absolute steal. So speaking of the Rams... We have to be careful not to fall in the trap that the Rams made a couple years ago. They made their they made their Super Bowl run, and then they dumped a ton of money into a couple players, mm-hmm. and it set them back. And I'm not. I think Baker's obviously way. Uh, Jared Goff to me, his one season was kind of an aberration. You know, he's been not that good for most of his career. Then had one good year, his first year with McVay or second year with McVay, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think you. I'm with Justin. I think you just pick up that fifth year option this this year. That's I don't want to say I'm doubtful, but let's see Baker do it twice. I'm not even doubtful. But, I'm saying financially that leaves so much yeah. more money for to add piece. And I think he's smart enough to know too that I'm not saying he's like on the Tom Brady thing where he's like I'll take a I'll take a little less money. No, but Baker's definitely got that. Um, I want to win. Uh, some of the, I mean, obviously, all these, all these football players want to win. They all have, they're all competitive. But some guys are just a little bit more, and, and that's like Jared Goff. I don't get that vibe from Jared Goff, where it's like, okay, fine, we'll worry about the money later. I just want to win. Did you see the contract? I, I was, it's not, a, it's not a, I, I, I want to win contract. It's a four-year, hundred thirty-four million dollar thirty-three, contract. over thirty-three million a year. I think if, if we pick up this option on Baker, then we we go to extend him. One, I want to see him do it again. You know, I want to see, make sure it's not a flash in the pan. Again, I don't think it was, but that's, well, this the, was honestly his second year that he's been awesome. It, yeah, but his rookie year, he threw, he still threw a lot of picks his rookie year. He's a rookie, though. Yeah, but so I, to see him be consistent. Before I dump a ton of money into people, I'm going to be. Oh, I'm not saying I'm, be I'm not saying sure. spill out 135 million dollars, especially especially when we have the cho- the choice to just pick up the option. You know what I mean? So, and I don't think that shows any, I think you sit down and you talk with Baker and you're like, listen, we want you to be successful, but in order for you to be successful, we got to have money for other parts of the well, team. So basically this year coming up, you have him and Denzel are going to be on that option, right? Where you can pick the option up. Literally one pick after that round is Nick Chubb. Next year is the only year that's guaranteed after that. He's, I'm not saying Nick Chubb's going to want a ton of money. I don't know what Nick Chubb wants. Nick Chubb doesn't talk. No, yeah. he, you, you don't know. I'm guessing that he wants to be in Cleveland, but but you really yeah. I mean, who knows? <laughs> I mean, you really don't know. Like he could be like, hey, you know, I got a lot of people that I want to take care of at home, and you know, and too, running backs they don't have a huge he might, their shelf life isn't that long. He might be like, listen, I'm a top two three back. Absolutely, I need my money now. Yeah, because running backs these days. They, they don't, don't get that second contract. Look, look at Todd Gurley's knees. And Todd Gurley was an animal a few years ago. Yeah. How so, quickly it changes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Zeke. That's, I, I think Zeke. Did, I don't know. If now, there was a lot of problems in Dallas this year because he looked good until Dak went down and the whole O-line a, was we out. We were joking around because uh, I had him in fantasy and he was his like, run, oh, he's not done anything. And I'm like, he's a top three running back right he now. He was still a RB1 this year in fantasy. Yeah, because of catches. If you looked at his rushing yards, he was not rushing for that many yards. No, he wasn't. But I, again, you got to look at... Now, he was, he's not a talk early. There's not injuries and, and knee problems. It was just getting straight stomach up, tattoos and stuff. Just, straight up team <laughs> issues right there. I'm just wary of... I don't look at like fantasy stats as like the value of guys. No, no. Because you can get a lot of inflated fantasy stats. No, but they are good. okay indicators of situations. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, again, 
and I think, you know, with Baker, you got to sit down and you have an honest conversation with him because can we all agree as much as we love Baker and as good as he played this year, he's not the kind of guy where if we have nothing around him, he's going to still thrive. At really, honestly, this year, what he had around him was a good O-line. You cannot tell me that the some, receiving and, and core nice was... Running backs. And I, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, All he okay. had around him was an O-line. No, I'm nice talking r- about the receiving core was not... It was not... I, I don't know, man. Fantastic. I mean, Jarvis Landry had a great second half of the year. He First did. half, not so great. Um, but, I mean... But look at the top receiving cores in this league, and there are... I mean, there's some serious talent, you know, in those yep. units. You know, our, our number two is Richard Higgins. Not, I mean, Hollywood's a great player, but he's not uh, Michael Gallup or CeeDee Lamb. Yeah, you know, he's right. not... You can't tell me that. Baker's got one of the best all-around offenses around. He does. He absolutely does. I'm just saying, swap out Higgins and Peoples-Jones for um, Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool. And like you also have to take into account, we had three very good tight ends this year. Two great running backs, the number one graded offensive line in football, and Jarvis Landry, a perennial Pro Bowl receiver. You could do a lot worse on the offensive side of the ball. I I think that he has, but that's the thing. The more money that you pay him, the less. These are a lot of. That's what I'm saying. These are a lot of young guys. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying friendly deals. You got to sit down and talk with Baker because you you tell him, listen, if we give you thirty million instead of throwing to Hooper and handing off to Chubb and throwing to Jarvis. Your number one might be Peoples Jones, yep. and I don't know what not. Yeah, and and your running back's going to be yeah Kareem for one more year. Yeah, Kareem, and then we're going to have you know maybe some rookie in the draft or Dearness Johnson. So Baker's got to look. Do I do I want a thirty million dollar contract or do I want to still be able to hand off to Chubb and throw to Jarvis? I, and I think I, if I think for, that's a fair conversation. I think I for Baker's best interest also. What does it make sense to get a thirty million dollar contract and then have no talent around you, and then at the end of that contract, people are looking at you like, "Man, you didn't, earn, you don't deserve that contract because you're struggling." Or is it better? Let's take a twenty three, twenty four million dollar a year contract, and then you keep, you get two, three, four more contracts because you keep playing well because you have a good system and good players around you. Yeah, and I don't know how much the conversation is about. I mean, obviously, the amount of the contract is important, but the more important thing is, I think he just wants commitment. So if you pick up the option, what's the next, you know, possible avenue they could go? They could franchise him instead of giving him that. Franchising is and, and that, a lot of money. It is a lot of money, and these quarterbacks don't. That's not what they're looking for. They want, you know, that long term yeah. commitment. Well, any player really. You franchise. I mean, look, look at what happened Dak. to Kirk Cousins. Yeah, yeah, yeah Dak. Yeah, if I you mean, franchise him, what is it like the average of the top five? five. Yeah. So you're paying forty million for. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, so that's yeah, why. No kidding, right? That's why the five or the fifth year option. It's a good. It's a good route to go, mm-hmm. but they're going to have to have that conversation with him. Say, okay, we're going to pick this up, but it's. He's got to feel like, are you just going to franchise me after this? You know, and then not let me. Because if you franchise a guy, then you take away their option for free agency. And I, I, I don't think that. I think his commitment to Cleveland is going to be. I, I don't, I don't know, but everything that you hear coming out of that organization is that he's very on board. He wants to make things work, and I'm not saying that he he needs to solidify anything around him. I'm sure that between Hulu and everything else, I want to talk That's, about what guys have in their pockets because. I mean, I'll talk about it. I don't care. He's got plenty of money. Right. Uh, yeah. But I mean, <laughs> he's got for that progressive money. Right. He's got I that. Hulu and I think money. a lot of like these big contracts in sports across the board, a lot of it is ego. 
Yes. You yeah, see these guys who are like, oh, you know, uh, so-and-so just got paid this contract last that. year. I want that or yeah. better. And it's like, why? Just because you think you're better than like, and that's where the Tom Brady thing came in. Tom Brady, obviously, he was the book on that. A top, whatever one, you want to, yeah. one quarterback <laughs> yeah. for much of his career. <laughs> yeah. He never got paid top one money. Well, it helps too, though, with that when your wife is like a billionaire supermodel. And so you definitely don't have to worry about yeah, money. But the, I don't know. I Yeah, sure. That helps and everything. But what's the difference? And I guess we're just three, you know, average, yeah, average Joe's guys. Yeah. What's the difference between twenty million dollars and twenty-five million dollars? I mean, I don't know, bro. Five million dollars. Yeah. yeah, I guess. I don't know. You ever seen blank check before, bro? <laughs> yeah. Mister Macintosh. Now. God, that was I, one million dollars. No, but bro. I, I know what you're saying. It, like, once too. you get yeah. so rich, it's ego. What? What's the? You know, once you have hundreds of millions of dollars, what's a million? It's like ten bucks for us. I know that, right. but that's the thing. Like a lot of, so that's with quarterbacks. I know a lot of these other guys that. They're solidifying like their heritage of their family for generations. You know what I mean? You don't know the next time somebody in your family is going to be able to get ten million dollars or you know something like that. So I don't know. I yeah. Well, I get that. All right, so let's kind of wrap this portion up. I I I personally think I think we're going to extend them this off season, um, and I look for it to be like a three year middle of the road deal. As long as he's willing to take that, and I think he will. Because, again, like Justin said, I think he wants to win in Cleveland. You win in Cleveland, there'll be statues of you. I you'll mean, be, you'll at, be bigger. Bernie had two good years, and I literally <laughs> I, – I, if I ran into Bernie on the street, Bernie wouldn't get off the street. I'd be talking to him all day. Just like, Bernie, just tell me about 87 real quick. He, uh, that was the year after I was born. I mean, to put that in perspective, if Baker were to win a Super Bowl for the Browns, He'd be bigger than LeBron here. And that's, oh, that's insane. Yeah. And to, oh, and you're LeBron. 100% right, and the idea of that is crazy. Yes. The Browns are will always be Cleveland's team. Yep. Yep. So Always. I, and I think he knows that. I think he knows that. And the franchise, I think, as long as they're willing to show commitment, it doesn't have to be a huge one. I think, you know, he had a down year last year, and he kind of realizes that. And he knows, you know, they're, we're putting pieces around him for him to be successful, not just for the next two to three years. We're putting pieces around him to, for him to have a 10, 15 year career. So let's hope that's the way that goes. If we if we give him thirty five million, I'm nervous. <laughs> I'm nervous. But who knows? Lie. Like with how the the bargaining works, like you know what I mean. I think thirty five million isn't that crazy. In yeah, but two, every, three years. everybody's saying it's going to go down probably the, like next year and the year after because of all this COVID stuff. Huh? So the cap's going to be smaller. I'm not a cap expert, but that's just what I've heard. Jennifer Gardner and uh, Jeff told <laughs> yeah. me a few things about the, yeah. worrying about the cap and making Sonny the Weaver books. Jr. Yeah, was talking to me about it. <laughs> uh, all right, so we wanted to talk about some of the 2021 free agents uh, on this team for the Browns. Browns have a lot of guys they have to consider their futures. Um, before we move into the free agents, one guy that isn't a free agent, but I want to toss around the idea, should we bring him back or should we yeah. look to move him, was Odell. Not a free agent. But another argument coming in right here. I don't know. Uh, so, do you but, want me to start so, this, guys? So, do, do, do we bring? Do you guys want to bring him back, or what do you want? So, this might come <laughs> from me. It's probably crazy, but I've been reading a lot of positive things about Odell. So we're only on the hook for fifteen million, which fifteen million for a receiver is a lot of money. But if you get production out of him, and everything I read is. Man, the media kind of, like Blake's always said, the media kind of makes him into this, you know, problem. He's a horrible guy in the locker room. 
Everybody inside the locker room. They says, love him. Yeah. Literally Conklin him and him have just been going back and forth talking about, you know, the, the struggles, you know, they are able to hash it out and talk about things. And, you know, it's a locker room. It's a collective group of guys and they're able to keep it all inside the locker room. You never hear about it, you know, and he says one of the, you know, one of the best guys I've ever played with and stuff like that. <sighs> I I would love if, if I got the production like that Odell brought out with the giants early. With Early, yeah. Before all the 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 net, net proposals and just all the weird stuff, and you know, you're going into a huge playoff game and you're on a yacht. You know, like I, I just if I if you could just get focused, and I'm not saying he's not focused. I think he's very good. He's, he's very talented. He's very talented. My so my knock on on Odell is one: if you just look across the last whatever four seasons, injury. Like he, yep. last and I, two in Cleveland. And I get it. Bad. The first year in Cleveland, he played, he played every, every game, game. Yeah. but he played every game. Hurt. Hurt. He had to have yep. surgery immediately afterward. He was ineffective because of that injury. He's not ineffective. He still had over a thousand. Yeah, yeah. Hurts. Okay, fine. But <laughs> the injury is a, is an issue. It's a concern. Once these injury bugs start creeping up and they're recurring for players, the, I mean, just look at the past of any player like that. It is a problem. It's something you need to worry about. So, it for me, it's. What's the situation? If somebody's coming and knocking down our door saying, look, if you're ready to move on from Odell and we'll give you this because we want him and it's a good offer, I think you take it. I, I think if you get a Pro Bowl linebacker or a Pro some type of piece, it, it, it kind of makes sense. But it's the attention be a, that he gathers on offense is that's a lot bigger too. than people, people talk about. People want to say like he wasn't being productive, but if you watch one, nobody can cover him one-on-one. If he's one on one, he's either getting open or they're they're holding him all day every day. He nobody can cover him one on one. He early in the season there were t- Kareem Hunt would catch a wide open touchdown. You'd watch the replay; three guys would follow Odell on like a slant across the middle. And nobody paid attention to Hunt. So, and again, I think against the Chiefs, it was obvious that we were lacking a playmaker uh, on the field. They had playmakers all over the place, and we seemed kind of. No, we seem slow, honestly. Yeah, we seem slow. Yep. So I'm with you, though. I don't want to get rid of them, but it's kind of like the Baker Deshaun thing. If they call you with an offer you can't refuse, you, you, but it's got to be an impact piece. It's got to be somebody exactly. that when they're on your team, they're going to start and make an impact for you this season, not a project, not somebody that we think we can develop to be good. It's got to be somebody that's a plug and play, Pro Bowl, all pro type caliber player for you right now. Absolutely, because that's what you would expect if a team's willing to come and do that. That's what you expect Odell to be for them. Yes. They want to be able to say, plug him into the offense and boom, we got a, a huge upgrade over whatever we've got. Yep. So oh. that's what we would need in return. And, you know, we'll talk about this later in the offseason too, but I was looking down the list of some of the free agents that are going to be available this offseason. And there's some receivers out there that if that offer did come in for Odell and we said, okay, we got to take this, there are some other guys we could pursue to kind of fill that void if we wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, just seeing Baker's production without Odell with, a, you know, a, the group of receivers we did have, I think it, it'll all work out one way or another, whether it's with Odell or without. But to get rid of Odell, it can't make, be for nothing. Make it. It can't yeah, be for this. If it's be, for a third or a fourth. Hell, even for me, if it's a, if it's a second. I'm not. I, I'm not. Here's the thing, too. I'm not talent in the second. I'm you not giving Odell up though for an unproven commodity in the draft. Again, if I'm giving him up, it's somebody that I know 
I'm going, oh, holy crap, I can't believe we got that guy. Yep. That That's the kind of player I'm, I would be willing to part You're ways saying, with. A franchise guy uh, yes. on defense. Yes. Or offense. Does it matter? Preferably the defense. It's absolutely. For right? me, it Prefer- would have to be defense. Preferably yeah. the defense. But, again, um, not. I don't want an unproven commodity in the draft. The draft is kind of a crapshoot, you know. So it's it's got to be somebody I know that is going to come in and make an impact right away. Also, I think if we're going to bring him back, you got to. I'm I'm interested to see how he. We talked about this in the last episode. How he fits into our offense as it evolved over the course of the season. Mm-hmm. That before he got hurt, the, I feel like the offense was very vanilla ish compared to what it was. Like week eight offense was definitely not week sixteen offense. It's a valid argument. I know you've made that point before. And I, I do agree with what you're saying too, because whenever Beckham got hurt, it was still pretty early on in the season. Our offense was fireworks the end of this, you know, the second half of that season and we didn't have Beckham. So it, I know, I know I've been harping this whole time. Oh, look what we can do without him. But I do see your point that who part knows? of the offense. What was, if we'd had him in there with that explosive offense oh all my. of a sudden? It's like the offense was, the, you know, the evolution of the offense. I think by the end of the season, Stefanski trusted Baker yes, so much more. Yeah, so yeah. the play, and Baker trusted him too. Yes, so absolutely. The, the yep. playbook was way more open yeah. in the second half of the season. The, that beginning of the season, we were seeing stats out of Baker. He was like 16 of 21. Yeah. You know, and every pass was a play action boot. There was no, to the there, right. yeah, there was almost, even to the left. There was almost yeah, no, yeah. there was almost no, straight drop back passes, almost none of that. So I think he saw like a, a huge improvement out of Baker throughout the season in the offense. So I'm very curious what it would look like to morph him into that offense. No, I'm, I'm with you. And I've definitely come around to that perspective too of, you know, the way that offense developed, I I would be 100% okay with just, let's, let's roll with Odell. Let's see what this, let's see what happens next year with, this improved Baker in this offense, in this system, just in the NFL in general, with Odell Beckham on the and field. And he's going to get his money. It's not like he needs to get 100 catches to, you know, they're they're giving him $15 million all day. Yeah, and and I, I think you just sit down and you have an honest conversation with Odell, too, which he's come out and said, I know my stats here. I'm not putting up 1,600 yards here. Right. You know, but he we say Baker wants to win. Odell, to me, see, all he wants to do is win, at least in my my opinion. So you sit down, you have an honest conversation, be like, look, the, look at what the offense did without you. So we can, we can do this without you, but we'd rather do it with you. We just need you to gel into this. And Baker, Baker can't feel that pressure of having to force the ball to Odell. He's right. got to just treat Odell like he's Hollywood Higgins. If he's your second read that play, you get to him second. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And or if he's your first read and you know immediately – that's not that's not we're not going that way. Don't even think about going that way. Yeah, you know, just just don't look at the name on the back of his jersey. Right. Because that's what makes Baker so good. Once Odell went out, he started completing passes to eight, nine, ten different receivers. Yeah, and that's how he was as a rookie. He had no elite, you know, top to blow the top off number one receiver. Yeah. And he was great. And he was just going with what the defense gave him instead of forcing. So I think as much as you gotta talk to Odell, you also have to talk to Baker and be like, listen, obviously we want to get this guy the ball but we're going to get him the ball within the rhythm of the offense. It's not on you to just force him the ball. Right. So, okay. So, I, we're yeah, actually kind of all in agreement. We, we could actually go back and let's use the Dallas game as an example of, of Odell and the, the offense. Are you kidding oh, me? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, oh, now, yeah. I see what you're saying, though. Against the Chiefs with that sort of I've got, potential. I, w- here, I want to be open-minded because I've – 
I'm guilty of being like very, I don't want to say I'm anti Odell, but I'm like, I feel like it just comes with, I feels like it comes with so much baggage. Like, and I, and I don't know if that's the sports media. Like even the guy tweets something in sports media is like cryptic yeah. tweet. Is he leaving? What is going on? What is it? I just think that he's so polarizing as a figure that people just don't know. They, I don't know. I just feel like they try to make it so, into something else, whether that is what it is or not. You there's know? people who do way worse things in the NFL oh, for sure. that nobody talks about. But Odell can like, oh, like wear t- the wrong colored shoes or his pants don't yeah. go down long enough, and it's singled out on ESPN. Not so, to mention, you know, t- all the crap with Tyreek Hill last year. Oh, but he's on the Chiefs, so they're just kind of not going to talk about that anymore. Yeah. So you're absolutely right about that, and I agree. <laughs> and I think that, you know, un- unless that – you know, can't refuse offer comes in. Odell needs to be integrated into this offense and let's see what he can do next year. But if that injury thing comes up again next year, some other injury and he's out for that's 10 the thing games. That's rough is the we, more injuries, the, the lower that, that reward comes yeah. good thing though that, is to come back on that. No contracts in the NFL aren't guaranteed. So say, you know, something free happens. We're not trying to jinx him. Uh, he, he gets, you know, another injury where he's out for the season. We can cut ties with him and there'll be a cap hit. But we won't have to pay him the full contract. No, but and at that point, though, you are giving up that opportunity cost of you could have gotten potentially a, another asset for him in a trade. If, if you did, write it out. Have we said what we'd want? Like, did we throw a name attached to that? Like, do you I, guys have a name that my, you, just for fun? I don't. I do. Uh, and I'm going to blank now on his name. The linebacker from the Jets who opted out this year. Mosley. Yeah, C.J. Mosley. Okay. Because the Jets have the cap space to take mm. on Odell's contract, and if we get mm. C.J. Mosley a Pro Bowl linebacker in return, because think about it, they're either going to ride with Sam Darnold under uh, Sala. That's his name, yeah. right? Robert That's a Sala. Hire too. I think so. I like that. They're either going to ride with Darnold or they're going to go Justin Fields or one of these other young guys in the draft. You need an elite receiver for a rookie quarterback. or That's the ideal. Or you, you call up the Houston Texans. If there's a if there's a team that can't afford to give up their assets though it's the Jets. Yeah. They they got nothing. They need those picks. Sure, but I'm saying on defense though. That that team cut ties with so many players this year. Adams. I mean they they just they traded away all their good pieces. So Mosley, I mean I I think would make sense for them. Well, let's just revamp this defense, get an elite one number one receiver in here for whoever's our quarterback and then we acquire Mosley on defense. Oh man. Oh, oh, Josh, man. I mean, I'm not, I don't think it's crazy. He is, he's game breaker type he stuff. I mean, and for a guy that sat out the second half of the year and we watched their offense thrive as far as the Browns. Mm-hmm. Who knows? That's, Maybe that Chiefs game is different. That's my name that I Mosley keep coming back to. I, I like it. I mean. We'll see. We'll yeah. see. Um, okay. So then we did. We wanted to look at a couple of these uh, free agents, and there's a long list, but I just want to focus on some of the main ones here real quick. Uh, unrestricted free agents. So these are guys, uh, if, if we don't sign them or whatever, they're gone. Uh, Rashard Higgins. God. We bringing them what, back? What do you, I mean, what happens with Odell? Like, I think yeah. that's a big part of it. I think no matter what happens with Odell, you're bringing Rashard back just because of his chemistry with Baker. Baker. But are you paying him? Because he's going to want. He, decent money, right? No, here's the thing. He might want mm. decent money, but nobody's going to give him decent money. We think we said he had a great year this year. Would he have like a couple touchdowns and 500 yards? I mean, Rashad Perriman went and got big time money from the Jets, and he. I, I think that Rashad Higgins 
best bet to get the highest value that he can get is with Cleveland, Cleveland because he has the most value in Cleveland. He's got, like you said, he's got that chemistry with Baker. He so, goes somewhere else. He's not going to get that kind of contract because it's yep. almost like a, an experimental piece for another team. It's like, okay, you've been a number three receiver your entire career. Uh, you know, we'll bring you in, see what you can do, but we're not going to pay you like Cleveland would have paid you to be no a so, step in one if they needed you. Again, Higgins, I think Higgins was good for – he had – 37 catches, which tied him for 113th in the league. 599 yards, which tied him for 75th in the league. And four touchdowns, which tied him for 63rd in the league. He's not demanding a high no. market value. And I think, so in fairness, too, for those stats, how many times did we go, why are we using Rashard Higgins? Mm-hmm. I felt like we yelled that all season. Well, I agree, but other teams are going to be saying the same thing. I know, like, I know. Why wasn't he in? There's, there was a reason he wasn't yeah. in. So... Again, I think he's good, and he doesn't have the st- – it's not like Richard's going to hit the free market and go get a five-year, $90 million contract. That's fair. No. No. He's, he's going to get a two-year, three-year, you know, $15 million no, contract. No, I think – honestly, I feel like if he goes anywhere but Cleveland, I don't know if he gets more than a two from pretty, anybody else. So I think, like, pretty much any pretty solid – I think, like, if Richard went to, like, the Packers, he'd be good. Yeah. Opposite. Based on who the quarterback is. <laughs> and just being opposite Devontae Adams. Yeah. I, I said the same thing. Like, if Juju Smith-Schuster went to the Packers, I think he would thrive. Uh, I think Majorly any, thrive. Yes. I think anybody who's, yeah. like, a pretty good receiver could go there and be the two to Devontae, and they're going to be really good. You so. mean, like, if you had Antonio Brown uh, as your other receiver? <laughs> yes. You just had, what, like, 13, 14 touchdowns and then couldn't do anything on your own? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, so Richard. Richard, we, we want to bring back. We do, yeah. Um, and then there's JoJo Natson. I think we, we don't need to bring him back, especially because yeah. uh, yeah, people um, – And yeah. Darius Johnson showed, especially yeah. in the kick return game, he was very good as a kick returner yeah. this year. Yeah. So, and I, I think as a, as a fill-in running back when we need him in spots, I think what not Johnson is a uh, he's a pretty good piece. Yep, I completely agree. Uh, here's, a, here's one. We saw this guy more this year than we probably wanted to, but Kendall Lamb. It's nice. It's a nice insurance piece, and it's not we, bad. And I I know that we said, "Oh man, he comes in," you know, like they'll focus on him. He held his own. I and all the and all the big spots. I will say when he came in against Pittsburgh, when Conklin went out in that first play, T.J. Watt kind of beat him, and there was a holding call, and I was like, oh, "Kendall Lamb's in for." A, and then you didn't hear from T.J. Watt the rest of the game, yep. and Kendall Lamb was the one out there. So. Again, another guy I don't think is going to demand a huge contract, but so if we can get him on the, you know, like a, a good value contract, I'd bring Kendall Land back. Absolutely. I think we saw this year, it is very important to have depth on that offensive line. A lot of it. Because <laughs> reliable depth. Yes. Yeah. Because as much, if there's any unit in football where it's important to have cohesion and one wink, one weak link is super noticeable, it's the offensive line. Yeah. You could have four all pro pro bowlers up there. And if your right guard is trash, your line's going to look bad. Or a really great offensive line coach. Yes. That also helps a lot. Yes. Yeah, and, and with the offensive line, too, it is who else is out there in free agency? What's Kendall Lamb want as far as a contract and money and all that kind of stuff? Because I think there are other pieces they could bring in to be depth pieces. Sure. But, you know, if, if they say, if the report comes out, Browns re-sign Kendall Lamb, sweet, yeah. I'm all about it. And I don't see, like, teams, like, 
He did catch Actively. a touchdown this week. That's true. So he only had three less touchdowns than Higgins. Stop. I don't. But that's the thing. Like he's a nice depth piece for us, but like I don't see teams like actively going. Like I feel like we can get in there and be like, hey, so you know, do you want to come back and be part of this team? Yeah, I agree. And help out, anchor this line. Yep. So here's a big name, and I think at the beginning of the season we all would have agreed that he's gone. Now this year, you know, who knows? Olivier Vernon. Absolutely, bring him back. You think so? Yeah. So, if he takes a friendly deal for us, the way he was producing that second half, as it felt like from the Miles Garrett COVID deal on, he was very good. And I like you. Him. You would have put a Miles Garrett jersey on him, and I would have been like, "Man, Miles Garrett's out there just having a great year, still. slanging and banging, slanging and banging." <laughs> he had a great second half. There were so many times that I'd be like, "Man, Olivier Vernon." I think he was averaging a sack a game second yeah. half of the season. Yeah. Um, so I just looked. Olivier Vernon is thirty. So I don't know if he'll be 30, 31 when the season yeah. starts. Um, it's not it's not young, obviously, but it's not too old for maybe a two-year contract. And I think that this is the kind of draft where they get second or third round, you get another pass rusher to develop. You know what I mean? Bring him along while we got Vernon in there. Because Vernon, like you said, it was a very good second half of the year. Excellent. That's what we that's what we brought him in to do. The thing that makes me nervous, again, like you said with Odell, though, yep. is the injury history. Yep. And... I, his injury history is almost worse than Odell's because it spanned his entire career, not just the last couple of seasons. And bringing Vernon back, you know, we can talk about it here, but it'll be different whenever we preview kind of who's available in free agency this year because there are some other so pass rushers that, you know, they're they're younger. They don't have the injury history that we could focus on. And were really we on target. air when you were, like, saying some of those names? No, we, okay. no that was before so, the show. But yeah. We'll do that. We'll, we'll do that, that but, yeah. but we want to leave you guys wanting yeah. more, so you'll have to tune Want in more of those names that were being <laughs> yeah. listed, because, wow. Yeah. Um, no, I agree. I think it depends on the, the kind of deal he'd be willing to take yeah. and, two, who you think you can either get in free agency or Absolutely. who you have eyed up in the draft. I think, you know, that, that goes a long way in deciding if we were to bring him back. Um, what about Ogan Joby? I don't know, man. I, I kind of started on him this year. Kind of, before this season, you would have thought he's for sure, he's going to be a cornerstone, but he struggled this year. Yeah. But I also read he's playing out of position because what was the guy who opted out? Billings or something like that? You know who I'm talking about? The guy we signed from the Bengals, that D-tackle? Uh, he was supposed to play uh, nose guard, hmm. and, and he, he opted out of the season, and so that forced Ogan, Joby, and Richardson to kind of play out of position. So could that be – because he had back-to-back 50 tackle seasons, four sack seasons, and then this year he had like 23 tackles. So, so – Andrew Billings? Yes, he opted out, and I think that forced Ogan, Joby to kind of play out of position. Um, Every, but, yeah, he definitely, he definitely struggled this year. He's a young guy. Who? Billings. He's 24. Yeah. Everything I've read, too, is he's, he's out. They're, they're going to let him they're going to let him test the market. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's probably He seems fair. like the kind of guy who'd go to the Patriots, though, and he'll be like all pro. That's because everybody, I swear, <laughs> from the Browns goes to the Patriots, yeah. Danny Shelton. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jabal Sheard. I like, this is another thing, too. I think we let Ogan Joby go because I want to go all in on trading for Deshaun, or not Deshaun Watson, <laughs> J.J. Watt. Yeah. Now, if there's, there's a, a trade guy, that if, they need to, If like, there's a guy on the Texans yeah. I really want, and I'm not just playing devil's advocate for, I want J.J. Watt. I, I, I like that. Yeah. The only, there's, there's, two, there's two sides of that. So, man, locker room guy, leader on defense. Like the speech where he's talking about if you don't want to be here, I'm like, that's the kind of guy I yes. want in my locker room right now. 
Then there's the other side is, can the guy stay on the field? Because there's years. He played this year. I know, but then, you know, I, up until then, I don't I don't have his, like, games played pulled up, but I'm, I remember, you know, back injuries where he would literally lose. He had, a, he had a couple rough seasons with injuries. Now, J.J. watched 31. So he'll be it, thirty-one, thirty-two. When, when you have an starts. old, when you the Browns are super young though, and I think sometimes it's important to sprinkle in a couple of those guys. Oh no, I'm not you know saying. What I mean? Oh I, no, I trust me. I he's the kind of guy I would love to have on the team. Yes, he he. To me, it, it, like you said, it's not. I think he is he twenty sack a year. JJ Watson. No, no, but he's still very good defensive player. Is JJ he like Watt. Jarvis Landry in the wide receiver room guy? Yes. yes. In what he can do to the locker room, I mean, he just he's going to teach you how to prepare, how to be a pro, how to be accountable, and he can still produce. Yep. So I. J.J. Watt is just a guy that I've had an eye on all season as a guy I want the Browns to go so after. So, you have this year, okay. this year yeah. 16. Yep. Played okay. all 16. Last year, 8. Mm-hmm. Only half. Year before that, 16. But then before that, it was 5, 3. But then, go back more than 5 years ago, he never missed a game. Yeah. 2011 so, to 2015. So, a couple a couple rough seasons, but it's good to see he, he only played 8 and then bounced back and played every single game. Yeah, so and even if he came in and only played, say we traded for him and he played 10 and he missed 6 games next year. Well, that's about typical. You know what I mean? Like Because Vernon didn't play every game. Garrett yep. didn't play every game. I mean... Who would you rather have, too? Like, I know it's... So, who would you rather have? Like, an Adrian Claiborne, Olivier Vernon, or J.J. Watt? I want J.J. And... They play outside, JJ. Yeah. And I, I think that's just something the Browns have kind of missed, too, is we have Miles Garrett on the edge. We had Olivier Vernon on the edge. We've mm-hmm. never had kind of that dominant inside D tackle, Cameron Hayward. Control Phil Taylor. Control. <laughs> no, yeah, I was kidding. <laughs> control the middle of the, you know, control the middle, free up the linebackers yeah. kind of guy. Yep. So I don't, and I just, like you said, what he does off the field, I just, I really want the Browns to get JJ Watt. And I don't even know if he's on their radar, but. He's been on my radar. I have a all feeling season. if they move Deshaun Watson, that that team, literally, there's everybody. It'll be fire sale type oh, stuff. I read um, he's in the last year of his deal. I was listening to Cleveland Sports Radio on my way home from work the other day, and they actually called Houston Texans reporter, mm-hmm. and the reporter said there's no way JJ Watts on the team next year. He's it's unreal. He's gonna be gone. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't. I'd be shocked if JJ and Deshaun were, you know, oh, either of them were on the Texans next year. Something crazy would have to happen because yeah, they're they're, done. they're rebuilding. Yeah, and oh, they're yeah. going to be rebuilding for, which is crazy because last year they were in the playoffs. Like they were that, literally. This is how quickly things can. They change. were twenty four nothing away from going to the yes. Super Bowl. Yeah, and then, oh, turns out Patrick Mahomes so, is just getting started. That's why you know Browns fans enjoy what's happening in Cleveland right now because look how fast this stuff can change. I mean, yeah. even for the Rams, you know, they went to the Super Bowl and then it was just. Holy crap! What happened? Now I get it. They're back in the good playoff. The, they they got lucky though, and they hit on a couple things. Yeah, you know what I mean. That if they didn't hit on, they would still be kind of a dumpster fire. Yep. So you know, Cam Akers turned out to be yep very Great good. Pick. That kind of thing. So and they weren't even utilizing him until like the last what four yeah. years yeah. of the season. So okay, uh, then we got some linebackers: BJ Goodson, Malcolm Smith. I don't. What do you What do you do in free agency? What do you do in the draft? Like I don't, I think they're both gone. Like Goodson, like <laughs> my problem with Goodson is he's just one of those guys, and you're like he played all the time and probably a good locker room guy, but he doesn't do anything that well. He's just like okay at things. Literally, our yeah. whole 
I've, and, and you need those kind of players, but not as your top players. Yeah, yeah. Should, that's the problem. Yeah, he he should not have been. He started. Yep. I mean, but our line, all of our linebackers have been kind of. I I guess it just depends on who you talk to. But like, we thought Mac Wilson was going to transcend into this stud. And I like Mac Wilson <laughs> too. personality wise. And the thing is, he's he, he he's still young. I mean, it could happen in yeah. year three. I I I fully recognize that. Yeah. Or Taki Taki is another one that's, you know, like... I was as, higher on Mac coming out than Taki Taki, yeah, though. Taki Taki had a better year than... Yeah. I, I, Mac Wilson misses more tackles than he makes. Oh, what, was that, what was that game, yeah. the Steelers game, where I, he started Swift. a linebacker? I said he had one tackle. Yeah. A middle linebacker with one tackle? <laughs> I mean... I literally... I I know this is going to be down the road, too, but if, if I'm the Browns, I'm absolutely unloading on the draft, and I'm... Defense, defense, every pick. Yes. Obviously, best player available, but it better be the best player on defense. You available. hear that some every now and again during these drafts, you'll hear about a team that, well, they, they didn't pick a single player on offense or a single player on defense. If the Browns were that team this year that didn't pick a single player on offense, I'd be okay I with totally it. get it. I would be so fine with that. The, yeah. Uh, the only, no, the only way we take an offensive guy is if by like some miracle somebody who's supposed to be like a top three guy yeah. for some reason falls to us at 20 trevor lawrence falls to 26 <laughs> yeah. no like, I, 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 could like, see, I could see honestly depending what shakes out with like beckham and higgins and some of these other receivers and take agency, a, yeah you know say in the second round one of these top receivers because this happens you saw it last year a lot of these really dobbins. good receivers oh fell. i was gonna say dobbins slipped mm-hmm. i mean all the way to baltimore yep. going into the year we went man baltimore they got ingram for another couple of years man they got you know Yes, I mean, and and even like a guy like Terry McLaurin two years ago was yeah. a third round pick, yep. I think. So Chase Claypool I mean, was second round yeah, last year. So this stuff happens. I mean, yeah. there's there's guys that you're sitting there like, oh crap, look who's going to be here. So I get it, but man, defense, let's go. Yep. I think the only offensive guy I would take if I was the Browns, and it would never happen, is Devonte Smith. <laughs> oh, I draft him, and then Ain't I would then no I would move off Odell. <laughs> but he's probably going to go like top five. I think he's yeah, top, I, he might even be higher than that, man. So. Um, all right, so the safety room now, Sandejo and Carl Joseph. Sandejo, you got to go. Please. <laughs> yeah. Because. Sandejo. Well, let's yeah. see what, hey, you know, like, you know, I. I do think we, I, I do think we should bring back Carl Joseph. Absolutely. Uh, especially, you know, who knows how Delpit's going to react to the injury. Could be like greedy and never see him again. Yeah. So I do think we should bring back, and I like Carl Joseph. Um, here's a, here's a name. What about Money Mitch? I honestly think he played his way out of coming back to Cleveland this year. If it, if you completely forget up, he heading into this year always produced for the Reds. Like the spotlight, bright. You were like, he this guy your, should be starting. Yes, and he and then this year, that, it was that's tough. why I was like, I just don't know about Joe Woods because these guys, <laughs> all of these guys, I, I mean. Terrence Mitchell was so good for the Browns before this season, and he looked lost so many times this year. So everybody, it, except for Miles Garrett, he knew that he had to just go sack the quarterback. Yeah, he was okay with that. Yeah, I guess that's kind of the thing too, like Terrence Mitchell. So if the report came out and said Browns don't re-sign Terrence Mitchell, am I upset? No, I don't think I'm losing any, any on sleep. that. No, I agree. I think I read Kevin Johnson's probably going to be gone another corner. Meh. You know, and then here's kind of an interesting name, Cody Parkey. Okay. Was <laughs> it you that made the point about, I think when we were playing the Ravens and you said, if you're watching the game on TV, like we all are, 
and you see Justin Tucker's kicks and where they are on your screen. Yeah, that was Zach. Yeah. Okay. And then look at where Parky's kicks are on your screen. Yep. So, I've literally went to Browns games and watched Justin Tucker warm up, and he's kicking 70-yard field goals and and making them. Which and, is that's, obviously, there's only one Justin Tucker. True. Yeah, absolutely. But, but here, here's my thing. Cody Parkey solidified the position for us this year, mm-hmm. a position that, honestly, the last couple of years has been a crapshoot. And but, it's, it's Phil Dawson. It has yes. been a bad position for everybody. I mean, you look at the Ravens in the playoffs. Yeah, even Justin Tucker, Tucker missed two field goals. I mean, this is becoming more of a, you know, common trend here. But my problem with Parkey is my coach should be able to confidently send you out there to make a 50-yard field goal. And we saw there were times this, I mean, we were going for on like fourth and eight just because we we couldn't send him out there. Well, and there was one game I think we needed was it a 60-yarder? We wanted to attempt a 60-yard field Gillian goal. came in. And we sent out our punter <laughs> yes. to try to kick it. Now, you should not have to try to send out your punter to kick a long field goal. Your kicker should be capable. <laughs> yes. At least at least you know that he can hit that range. And I also you know? I feel like Parky's kind of a head case. There were times, you know, I, I'd be on Twitter before the game. They'd be like, oh, better be get ready to go for two today because <laughs> Parky looked awful pregame. And I'm like, oh. Great. Yeah. So and it's, it's not a good city to 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 be a suspect kicker. No, because with, a, with no leg. No, it's a it's a tough place to kick, especially if you're kicking into into the dog pound. It's impossible. There's so much wind coming off of the friggin' yeah. lake that. Yeah, I. You got to be. You got to have a pretty tough mentality yeah. to be a kicker. Period. Especially <laughs> yeah. in Cleveland, like yeah. you said. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah. So. Okay, that rounds out the uh, the unrestricted free agents. There's only a couple of restricted free agents I want to hit on here. For those of you guys who don't know what a restricted free agent means, it means that we have the ability to put like a first-round, second-round, or third-round tender on these guys. And then a first-round tender is worth $4.873 million. A uh, second-round tender is $3.422 million. And a third-round tender is 2.2. So you put this tender on these guys, and then that's what you're going to owe them but somebody can come and sign them if they want. But if they sign them, you get a pick. Okay. So hopefully I explained that properly. For I think me. it makes sense. So there was an interesting name. There's kind of like two interesting names on here for me. The first one's Cardell Hodge. I would like to have Hodge back because, he, because of depth and stuff like that. But do I think he's worth this kind of money? I mean, if everybody's healthy, no. Yeah, he's not. He's not. He's never going to get in. And I think we saw that Donovan Peoples Jones probably has a higher ceiling. Absolutely. I, I was pleasantly surprised with what we saw from Donovan Peoples Jones PPJ this year. Yes. He looked. He looked very confident. That hundred yard game's coming very soon. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I completely agree. I, I was. I, he was way better this year than I think any of us anticipated, and we talked about that. That is kind of like. High reward, low risk pick, and six round pick. Yes, heck yeah, man. So I I don't know if Cardell Hodge is back, and I don't know. I just don't know if he's worth, um, you know, this money to be a guy who's probably you know he might catch like twenty balls for you, maybe. So yeah, maybe yeah. Again, another one of those names that if it comes out, Browns decide to move on. Eh, Okay. Like, I'm not worried about it. I agree. And then the, there's one more guy on this list, Tavier Thomas. He played, I felt like there's one, you know, 
he he popped off the tape a lot for me, making plays. So what? I, but again, it depends on what you're doing in free agency. What and you're doing in is the draft. greedy playing? Yes. Or, yeah. You know, are That's, these guys going to be healthy? So that these are kind of and what, what's crazy. When do we have to make the decisions on these guys? Oh, what with tenders and stuff like that? Yeah, you would think probably what before free agency starts, like leading up. I know, like with unrestricted, you have like a five day grace period where you can start talking to those guys, and then yeah. So it's kind of like I'm guessing somewhere around there. These are tough March decisions. 18th. There you go. So these are tough decisions because you it, you know if, if you don't draft. if you don't bring back Tavier Thomas, you're banking on the fact you're going to get somebody better. You and, know, and, and, and you're played. hoping Greedy is going to be healthy, which yes. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be betting on that. No, and yeah, so who I still knows? who knows where <laughs> I literally greedy. You still don't even hear anything about greedy. <laughs> no, I did read like some articles that they're like maybe he'll be able to play in the playoffs, but I don't know if that. I is. did see that, and then then nothing. Yeah. So those are, those are pretty much all the the main free agents. There's you know I think we had like tw- over twenty. We didn't need to get on all of them, but those were some of the main guys yeah. I saw of that we see every Sunday on our TV screen that we're like that you know we may or might not see them going forward. And I think a lot of these guys, it just depends on like what you said, what we what we're trying to target in free agency in the draft. Yep. Well, that pretty much wraps up today's episode. Uh, we got a. Oh, no, 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 never mind. I was like, we got to pick the Super Bowl, but we'll be back next no, week. No. Instead of doing the picks this week, I, no. I will explain. I want to do the pick next week just because what if somebody – I don't want to make a pick and then find out Patrick Mahomes' neck is messed up again and he's not going to play. Right. So that's wait. we'll wait until next week until we're a little bit closer to the game. Uh, we'll make our picks on the Super Bowl. Uh, we are – you know, we got at least two more episodes lined up before we take a little bit of a break. So make sure you guys stay tuned with us through the season. Um, I think we got a couple fun episodes coming up, so – do you want to talk about those? Yeah, so quick? we're going to do a postseason uh, dogs podcast award show. Basically, we're going to we're going to come up with categories. You know, offensive player of the year for the Browns, defensive player of the year for the Browns, MVP, um, maybe unsung hero, that kind of thing. We're going to come up with some categories. We'll come up with some nominations. Then we're going to put them out there for you guys, and you guys can vote on them. I think we're going to also we're going to come up with who we think should win, and then we're also going to include you guys in the, the show. Um, if you want to call in and talk about any of these guys, leave us the voicemail. If you want to talk, um, if you want to yell at me for saying we should trade Baker, even though <laughs> again I don't want to trade Baker, uh, you know, leave us a voicemail. Thedogspodcast.com. Leave us that you know, leave us a message so we can talk about it. But I think that's going to be a fun two episodes. If you have any ideas for categories, you know. Let us know. Maybe we'll throw in a category. Yeah. So it's going to be like the Nickelodeon Teens Choice Awards up in here. Biggest disbeliever Slime of uh, Baker Mayfield. Nominee Blake Renegar. So I think what we kind of talked about too, right? We'll do we'll do the nominees. Then we'll let people vote. We'll have the award show. Then we're going to take a little break. Not a big break. Not no. a long break. But just we need to kind of do a little research, a little regrouping and yeah, you know, we need a little off-season, too, I think. Yeah, I mean, even, like, TV shows get a couple <laughs> yeah. months off. So we're not going to take a couple months. We'll probably, we're going to take a few weeks off, get our bearings. But, again, stick with us through the end of the NFL season because, you know, we got a fun Super Bowl to talk about. we got the awards show to do. So we'll be with you guys for a few more weeks. And as we said last week, thank you guys for, uh, you know, checking us out and making this show what it has been so far in our first season. Um, so let's wrap this up. Uh, remember to check us out on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, check us out on YouTube. Please subscribe. Check out the dogspodcast.com. Leave us a voicemail. 
Uh, if you want to listen to us without watching, check us out on Apple, Spotify, um, Google, pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast. We're going to be there. Uh, the AGA app on your smart TV. There's really no excuse not to be watching or listening to the dogs <laughs> podcast because we're everywhere. Um, remember to check out Thrive Fantasy. Use promo code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S. You got one more game to play on the NFL. You can use our promo code for the uh, NBA, cricket. I think there's eSports. Probably professional fishing. Uh, <laughs> I think maybe bocce. I mean, whatever, yeah, yeah, whatever you so, want to watch and, and be into. Yeah, whatever tickles your fancy. So, uh, again, thanks for checking us out for this season. We got a couple more episodes lined up for you guys. Uh, we'll see you guys next week when we, you know, we present the nominations to you guys. We'll talk a little bit about the Super Bowl and uh, we'll see how things go. So, have a good week, everybody. special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.